Hi everyone, welcome to a bonus episode of the Innovation Centre here on the Jurassic Park podcast. So, this segment here was recorded before LEGO Jurassic World Double Trouble premiered. The second part is premiering this Sunday. As so in this show, Tim and I, that's Tim from Collect Jurassic, speculate a little bit about the show and also talk about the Lego sets released to tie into the show. We hope you enjoy this bonus episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to a bonus episode of the Innovation Centre here on the Jurassic Park podcast. Today we wanted to take the time out to discuss the upcoming LEGO short Double Trouble and to use that as a springboard to start talking about the latest wave of LEGO Jurassic World set releases. Of course, I can't cover all of these wonderful sets alone, so joining me today is a special guest, Tim from Collect Jurassic. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing good, and I'm uh, ready to talk about LEGOs. I definitely don't get to talk about them enough, so (laughs) this is going to be fun. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here, and obviously we're kind of going to talk more about the sets than anything, because we don't know too much about the show at this point, but it's Uh going to be a nice jumping off point, I feel. Yeah, for sure. No, and I think a a lot of what this show has sort of generated this trailer is uh, interest in the sets again, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's something that we'll touch on a little bit later, because actually it looks like they're more intrinsically involved than we necessarily realise to begin Mm -hmm. with, which is quite cool. Um, So yeah, so obviously today's episode is inspired by the upcoming two-part LEGO Jurassic World short, Double Trouble, which will be landing on Nickelodeon first on Sunday the 23rd of August, and then the second part will debut on Sunday the 30th of August. The show looks set to follow the same tone as The Legend of Isla Nublar. So Tim, what have you been thinking about some of the LEGO shows that have come out, and is this something that you're going to check out? You know, I definitely got into the first one, uh, you know, about the Indominus Rex. I think it was called, like, Indominus Rex Escape. (laughs) It was kind of like a... (laughs) a playful retelling of the movie with a, a lot of liberties. But you know, I like that one. It was the first of its kind. So of course I had to check it out. Um, but then I think it was like, um, obviously legend of Isla Nublar. And there was one before that, um, the secret exhibit. Yeah. Like I, I didn't ever catch those. It was either like a TV premiere thing or something that just kind of fell through the cracks. But, um, I've always loved the Lego sets and, and I've always tried to keep up with those. Um, but the shows I really haven't haven't gone after, even with the uh, kind of Nedry connection with the other one, like that was intriguing. But yeah, something about them being like not even close to being canon, <laughs> you know, kind of yeah. keeps me from making it a priority. No, I get that. I get that. I am. Um, yeah, I guess we'd kind of be remiss to not at least touch on the trailer for the new one, since obviously that is kind of what's brought us together. So what do you think about the idea of them having like two Indominus twins in this one? Because obviously that's something that we know existed at one point um, in canon, but I feel like it's going to be weird seeing like this playful Lego interpretation, considering we know that the Indominus ultimately killed her sibling. It, yeah, like, right? <laughs> it feels a bit weird, doesn't it? I bet they'll like explain it. Like it won't, it won't actually kill it. It'll like send it away on a boat. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love the premise. Totally. I mean, I think if you're going to like, you know, kind of 
do your own thing. I, I like starting an idea based in canon. And maybe if I looked a little bit into the one with Nedry, I might kind of find that little nugget there too. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I like that. I mean, we all wonder, you know, what happened when they were siblings, like, well, you know, so it's, it's a fun thing to explore. Yeah, definitely. I think it will be interesting. And it does kind of raise the question, is there any chance that we could get a baby in Dominus at some point? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing about these Lego shows uh, and the game, it's like you see these very complex, very Lego designed models um, for dinosaurs that we've never gotten. Um, and sometimes they come to life eventually and they are they match what we saw, you know, in the trailer or, yeah. or something. But other times they kind of come to life totally differently. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think um, obviously we'll talk about it more later, but the Ankylosaurus is a good example of that because it looks a lot like the one from the Jurassic World game, which mm -hmm. I thought was really, really cool. Um mm -hmm. And there's a lot of stuff in that game as well, like the Parasaurolophus or the Carifosaurus that I think would make really, really cool additions to the dinosaur roster at some point. Yeah, definitely. And, well, I guess we'll talk about other species later, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get onto it. Um, so, yeah, so the show itself um, should arrive on Peacock Kids after its Nickelodeon debut. Looking at it, the trailer was released through um, Peacock Kids, so it would make sense that it will be released there. And mm -hmm. However, that said, and I do just want to touch on it, we were saying it's been a bit weird because it's kind of not been officially announced, has it? No, I mean, there's a trailer on YouTube. That, that's about as official as it gets. Um, but usually you get, like, a little bit of something, like a, a press release or, you know, just a little bit more background information than a a caption on a YouTube video, you know? Um, yeah. Because I know with uh, The Legend of Isla Nublar, that had, like, a whole thing. And it was right around Toy Fair that they announced the show. They formally announced the sets, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Also worth noting, um, none of these Lego sets were at Toy Fair this year. Uh, and they were, like, kind of just revealed on the internet just eventually. So it's just sort of interesting. They have this, you know, and we'll talk about it more, the, the tie to the show – um, and all that stuff that, you know, is kind of missing. And then the, the fact that the these sets miss Toy Fair completely is kind of just interesting. It is, it is, because that was, I mean, Toy Fair, when you think about it, it was completely before COVID. So mm -hmm. it was kind of... They didn't it, have a reason to, to Yeah, like, to it was, it was weird, point. wasn't it? That If I remember correctly, this year LEGO didn't display a lot of stuff, did they? Which was quite weird. Like they uh, kind Yeah, of, it was like very little all new stuff and usually it's just all all new stuff yeah. <laughs> but like i think it was like i mean not to get off topic but it was like the mandalorian set and like this other set this venom set that we couldn't yeah. even talk about when we saw it like they're like you can't oh the t-rex <laughs> yeah they, they, that was like the two sets i remember being like these are all new and then they said don't talk about the venom set so um that was it and we asked about jurassic i was there with uh chris from jurassic outpost and brad obviously from this podcast and like <laughs> we were pretty insistent like we were like like it started off as like half joking we're like how about <laughs> see those jurassic sets already you know it's you know like well that's what we came here to see and like you know, they were kind of being coy with us, and then finally they were like, yeah, we're not going to show those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I um, I had a less than stellar experience last time I went to London Toy Fair because I was basically told that I would get to see the new Jurassic World sets, and then I got held in a waiting room, got told that I couldn't go in because press weren't allowed in, and oh, got man. given a USB stick 
that just had photos of sets that had already released on it. So, oh, man. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was... Le- Lego's kind of PR can be very weird sometimes, I think it's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, not getting too off-topic with that then. Um, obviously, while the show is the new and it's the current thing that has brought us together, there is definitely a lot more to be said about the new 2020 sets, which we have already got in hand, so it will be fun to break them down. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it makes sense to start with 75939 Dr. Wu's Lab Baby Dinosaurs Breakout, as this is the $20 set of the wave. And Tim, what are your initial thoughts as you've literally just built this before the show? Yeah. Totally. Full disclosure, uh, this is the only set I have from the new sets, and I I bought it a few weeks ago, maybe even further away than that. Yeah. And uh, and then when we decided we were going to record this, I was like, oh, I got to get that out. And, then, and I and I like crammed like you do for a you know a test. I like built it real quick, built it while me and Tom were even setting up for the yep. show. Um, but uh, yeah, the set itself is is great and there's a, there's a reason i bought this uh the first and it wasn't because it was the cheapest um but it's because you know i kind of like to ramp up my excitement as i collect all the sets because with lego you know you can just collect all the sets all at one time if you want you can just yeah. walk into the store and be like bam i got them all and like you know mattel really makes you work for that <laughs> sense of completion <laughs> so i like to space the sets out and this was the first one i got because again um it's kind of like a nice intro it's got some really cool features i mean the uh the incubation chamber alone is awesome yeah i mean that that makes the set for me no yeah i agree with that i think there's a lot of really good stuff with this set and i was actually saying um on another podcast i did last night about these sets that i think that this set is fundamentally a perfect jurassic world set like it has it just captures the vibe of the world so perfectly mm-hmm. and like you say you've got the incubator but even to have the sticker on the screen that is literally the isla nublar control room screen is yeah. so awesome i just feel like whoever made this set really sort of put a lot of work into grounding it into the world of jurassic and i think that that really shines through um yeah and obviously we get two new dinos here. So what do you think of them? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the dinosaurs are great. And I, I think that you know, this whole set operates as like a like a world building set. Like it's not just some vehicle or something like it. And I think that's what's really cool about it. And the dinosaurs are just an added bonus. I, honestly, I enjoy the set even without them. Um, just having like the computer terminals and like the amber piece and this incubator, all really yeah. cool. But, but having, you know, the baby triceratops is obviously all new um and we have a couple different triceratops from the jurassic line well sorry we have one but i always yeah. count the lego dino hunter um trike because it's the same mold and it looks the same it looks like it <laughs> blends with everything it but looks this, like a jurassic park trike <laughs> yeah, totally it does um it's like they had those molds ready to go before they even scored the jurassic license it's kind of funny um but the baby triceratops is just it's a good like uh you know lego-fied version of the movie baby triceratops from jurassic world which is very cute yeah. um and then you have uh baby ankylosaurus which will not be named um it's just baby ankylosaurus but it does look a lot like another baby ankylosaurus from the jurassic world series it does and i mean now that we've seen the trailer the size is actually a lot more accurate to that baby ankylosaurus so yes. maybe it could be <laughs> 
Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I and color wise, I mean, I guess dark tones on the top, and I don't know. I guess that's kind of a given. Um, but even like if I look at the eyes of the of this little Lego baby yeah. Anki, like I feel like. I feel like it's got some bumpy in those eyes. It just something about them, those big black eyes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that. Well, maybe this Double Trouble series will have like a really slight wink to Camp Cretaceous. Maybe we're getting to the Jurassic cinematic universe here with our parallel storylines. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need like a Jurassic themed version of that. Like take the base Jurassic theme and, and make it like, yeah, totally Marvel. That'd be yeah. awesome. That'd be good stuff. <laughs> you watch at the end of Double Trouble, Alan Grant's actually going to appear for a portal. Um, yeah. And that's going to be how he yeah. enters into Dominion as well. <laughs> On your left or whatever they <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so one really cool thing with the baby Triceratops as well um, you can actually remove those middle bricks, obviously, to have mm. a minifigure stand on it. Or you could use that space to put a Lego saddle. So you could yes. very easily make um, a petting zoo mock, which I think yes. is quite cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're more versed at brick length than me. Next time you order a saddle, score me one. I, I would <laughs> yeah, totally take that. I will do. Um, I will do. <laughs> I, it's kind of it's kind of sad that it doesn't come with a set, but maybe they're maybe they're going to do a petting zoo set at some point. I would love that. That'd be so cool. Um, yeah, no, that's just a really nice touch. This easily could have been a solid minifigure with no piece out of it, but they definitely either planned ahead or, or knew that people would want to make make somebody ride the trike proper. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that, yeah, I I mean, you never know. Like, this wave in itself has got a set based on the 2015 film that I don't think anyone was expecting. Yeah. So they could right? very I mean, easily do more of that, which would be quite cool. I guess I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah, this is just strange that, that you know, we, there's obviously some sets that clearly tie um, – with this new trailer for Double Trouble. But yep. something like the Indominus Escape, I mean, that's just something that happened in the movie. And as far as we know, I don't think Lego is retreading that again and again and again in their different specials. So, No, yeah, although it does seem like Universal is pretty set around the Jurassic World period of time, so you never know. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'd, I'd rather be fixated on that than, any, than some other things that have happened in the movies. Um, I... And I th I love that they uh, <laughs> well maybe not on purpose but it feels like we've sort of forsaken Endoraptor and it's like all about Indominus Rex but we can yeah. talk about shoot sorry we can talk <laughs> about that when we uh, when we get to the the next sets yeah sure um so there was one more thing I wanted to touch on with this one um obviously we talk about the fact that it ties into Double Trouble to some extent and the reason why we know that is that. Before the trailer for the show came out, I think we were all quite perplexed because obviously this set has got a new version of Owen that has never appeared in any wow. of the other shows. So we all kind of just assumed that this would be from Legends of Isla Nublar and mm -hmm. then it transpired that this version of Owen is never in that uh, series and then suddenly he appeared in the short. So it kind of seems like there was some pre-planning going on there but for Oh, or yeah. Whatever reason, it's all not linked up, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, not just Owen, but I mean, there's other like that. This helicopter set or sorry, this Gallimimus set like that. That's a <laughs> whole thing that's directly in the show. So 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, cool. So I think that's a good opportunity to move on to that set. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the Gallimimus set, 75940, Gallimimus and Pteranodon Breakout retails for around $50. Um, what do you make of this one? Because obviously you've not got it in hand yet. So what are your initial thoughts of this one, just seeing the pictures? Yeah, and, and yeah, the pictures, you know, like most things, it's like, yeah, it, it kind of services the product and shows it. But what really made me fall in love, fall in love with this set is toy photography. Um, yeah. I think I, I'm going to get the Instagram wrong. Uh, Jurassic Picks takes some Lego set picks and he did some uh, recreations of Jurassic Park scenes with like yeah. – uh, with Tim and Lex and Alan and Gallimimus and T-Rex. And he used the Gallimimus from this set and I was like, oh – that looks good. Like that, he yeah. made it look way better than any of these um, officials' photos. Um, so that that right there, I, I definitely want that. But I love the little like um, like field vet sort of like little labs and stuff that they do with a lot of these sets. I mean, yeah. Even even like the Fallen Kingdom sets had it, but this one has a really cool little like egg bunker with amber in it. So um, I, yeah, from what I can tell, it looks awesome. The vehicle's a little interesting, but um, we know that's you know directly related to the show now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of that moment of, I think I messaged you, didn't I? And I was yeah. like, Tim, um, this set is in the show. And yeah. then we were both like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's so weird seeing it kind of like popping up, considering there's no like packaging tying or, or anything like that. When with um, Legends of Isla Nublar, like all of the sets had the logo on the boxes and everything. So it just yeah. seems a bit bizarre. Um, but it's literally the same vehicle like in the trailer you would get a couple quick glimpses of this massive four-wheeled thing crashing through (laughs) and it's like oh that's that set i mean if it wasn't for that really blatant visual i don't know if i would have caught anything else on the first run through of the trailer linking it to these lego sets but this vehicle is um is uh (laughs) makes it pretty obvious but it's a cool vehicle zooming in on it like seeing the little glass cockpit and stuff um I mean, it is a cool design. The wheels are just too big to be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. I think um, this set very much takes inspiration from the T-Rex tracker um, that yes. obviously came out in 2015. Right. And I think that this set, I I didn't like it when I saw the initial like prototype photos or packaging photos, whatever they put out there. Yeah. Um, but once I've got it in hand, I really kind of like how um, it's sort of like this comprehensive package where you've got a net launcher built into it, you've got a storage space for a container inside the front area, you've got a cockpit that seats two characters, you have clips that hold on to tranquilizer guns behind where the lab goes in on the build. At Um, this point, how many tranquilizer guns do you you think you have for Lego Jurassic? Easily like 50. Because, like, I mean, when everything came out, obviously I got all of the sets, but then I was, like, always brick-linking new Jurassic World vets or, like, ACU workers. So they're, they're like, everywhere. Although I will say that some of my um, Fallen Kingdom mercenaries Uh do, in fact, have third-party P90s instead of tranquilizer guns. So you better watch out for the Raptor Blue. Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, this set is really, really solid, I'd say. And I like how, um, obviously, like you say, the lab is removable and there's so much detail in it. Um, even down to the fact that there's a sticker with the Gallimimus on on one of the consoles, which is really cool. Mm. Um, 
And I think it is worth touching on that amber piece that you mentioned, because I think that is arguably my favourite printed piece to come out in a Lego set to date. It's incredibly mm -hmm. cool, like the kind of like colour swirl that they were able to get in that, as well as the mosquito detail. Yeah, no, the swirl is really cool. And I think it's worth noting that, you know, with the the fall, sorry, the Jurassic World 2015 Lego sets, um, there's an amber piece that came yeah. with it. And sometimes with Lego, it's tricky. You know, you really want to do you want to honor something, you know, like whatever it may be, whether it's a certain, you know, headpiece or a mask or like a certain like staff. Like there's sometimes they do these custom molds for stuff. Um, and they did that with the amber. I don't know if it was unique to the amber, but it was like it wasn't just a brick. It was like a formed yeah. piece. And it was cool for the time. But, you know, sometimes something d just needs that Lego treatment, that like simple block treatment. And I think the amber piece is like the perfect example, even though it's not as accurate quote of like the movie, the, the sculpt of this one brick with amber on it, with the <laughs> amber decal on it. Like it's just it fits in better with the whole Lego like aesthetic, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that they did this like little color swirl print on it. It just shows that they like really went for it. They didn't just print a little mosquito bug on there. They, you know, they tried to make it look at least a little bit, you know, occluded. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it looks really, really good. It's kind of like um I don't know, just a standalone piece, really. It looks really nice. Yeah, and um, if you collect all the sets, you're probably going to get, what, two or three of these? or Yeah, you get two. They don't come in the biggest set, so you get two uh, across the sets. Get yeah. set in. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to say my only thing um, really with the Gallimoma set is the Claire figure. I kind of wish that they had repackaged the one from the T-Rex mech here just because it's slightly harder to get a hold of. Oh, yeah. So it would have been nice yeah. to um, see that version without the jacket where it's just her in like, her shirt. I think yeah. that would have been quite cool. I wonder um, if they just kind of retire that because it's from the first movie and it's not a set depicting the, you know, like the, those sort of arbitrary rules they might have with branding. I don't know. I always wonder about yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's quite possible. I mean, this version um, is still modelled on Fallen Kingdom. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't have the brown jacket over the top. So, mm -hmm. it, yeah, it, it kind of it would have fit in with the aesthetic. But I guess because you only ever see her in like the full Fallen Kingdom jacket get up in any of the shows, that's probably why they're going for it. Um, because actually, when you look at it, it is that version that appears in the new show as well. So I guess in that regard, it makes a little bit more sense that it's repurposed here. Um, but with that said, there is a new version of Claire in the line anyway. So it isn't, you know, it's, it's not too bad. It's just me being the picky little Lego fan I am. Yeah. There's always little things that change. You just want everyone to have that clear figure. No, that's yeah. It's very kind of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, the Tranodon in this set is the same Tranodon. Um, it may be a different color, right? I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, same. this same sculpt, different yeah. color. Arguably, the most gorgeous Tranodon that they've done to date. It's like dark green. Looks um, less mean. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it. Just feels it kind of even though the colors are off. It really gives me a Lost World vibe. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like the greens on it. I, I, I don't know. There's something with it that feels a lot more Jurassic than the others, which is weird because the 2015 one was pretty spot on to what we see in the film. Um, but this just feels, I don't know, it feels a lot more Jurassic to me. And it feels nice that they 
kind of didn't cheap out with the Tyrannodon. They still made it something that people will want. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously at this point, Tyrannodons, I mean, for LEGO fans in general, this sculpt came out two times in the Dino 2012 wave, once in the 2015 wave, and twice in the wave after that. So I think fans are getting a little bit fed up with this sculpt at this point. So it's nice that it's different, at least. Yeah, and you got to get a nice flock, too. Always got to appreciate that when you get... Yeah. Some different colors in your in your herd or your flock in this case. So yeah, yeah, like you said, that's that's nice they didn't cheap out. Yeah, and I, I think you make a good point about um kind of wanting to get multiples as well. Because obviously, like we were saying with Jurassic Picks, people want to get multiples of the Gallimimus. So it's nice that the other dino here is something that you could easily amass as well. And it's not something that's going to look weird if you've got lots of them. Because they could have made it like a Stiggy Moloch, for example, which I'm not so sure would work well being massable. Yeah. Yeah, and you also get lots of Claire's and lots of uh, Owens and then... Lots of, uh, I guess, mercenary in this case if yeah. you buy this set a bunch of times, but that's okay. Yeah, no, it's all good. I did want to um, let you know an interesting detail quickly before we move on. Um, so the Gallimimus only has one new piece, which is the neck, and the rest of it is the ah. Stiggy Moloch sculpt. Interesting. And obviously, yeah. The, yeah. That, that is interesting. Wow, no, I did not catch that. I guess... That was generous of me. I just assumed that it was an all new, all new um, set. So the tails are the same too. Yep. Wow. Um, Look at but that. But it actually works really well because the way yeah. they did it, they got the neck to be like a a very certain dimension that just works with the rest of the body. So it kind of throws off your perception because you look at it and, like you say, you think it's a brand new figure. You don't realize that actually. Um, a lot of it is reused, which is really cool. And that I really nice. hope I really hope that this sculpt does come back for the Dominion sets, because I think, um, obviously, like we said, people are going to want a lot of the galley, so it would make sense for us to get more. Yeah. I wonder if they would ever be so kind of, you know, bold as to put multiple, like, multiples in one set, you know, if it was yeah. like a scene or something. Like, I wonder if they would ever kind of risk that because that would be just, yeah, I, looking at this thing, it would be so nice to get, you know, three or four of these. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put an interesting concept to you. So they have just started doing kind of weird anniversary collector sets for the Star Wars line. So one of them that's coming out later this year is the Bespin Jewel. And -hmm. it's a really, really high detail build of the kind of Bespin platform where the final showdown happens with Luke and um, Vader. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. In theory... There is nothing stopping them doing similar things for Jurassic. So, say, for example, for Jurassic Park's 30th anniversary when it comes around, Mm -hmm. you could easily have the log scene recreated on a, like, black display base, couldn't you? That would be amazing. I hope hope that someone takes your idea and makes that happen because that (laughs) that would be so cool. I don't think Jurassic gets tapped enough to, like, really get into these iconic cinema moments like that I, no, like, I you know what i mean yeah like yeah. I, like the, of course that exists with star wars but it definitely exists with jurassic too and i know that you know the uh banner uh when dinosaurs uh ruled, like that kind of whole thing is is kind of trotted out a lot which is cool but like there's yeah. tons of scenes that they could they could um kind of immortalize like that in some sort of like limited 
release, like some sort of like special release, I guess. Um, yeah. Like the Star Wars. That'd be so cool. Great idea, Tom. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get this pod to Lego now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm very surprised that sets like the, um, obviously a set based on the T-Rex breakout hasn't happened yet. Um, and yeah. obviously you'll remember I shared it a while back but we were originally going to have a Jurassic Park Jeep at one point. So it's oh, yeah. so weird that all of that stuff still hasn't come to fruition. I I'm can't like, believe are they biding it's... their time? <laughs> I just can't believe that it's a thing of like, hey, you know what? Let's not do the classic Jurassic Jeep. That's not going to sell. Let's do this generic blue Jeep. Like it had to <laughs> yeah. be like a calculated like, no, no, no. Let's save that for this. You know, maybe that's just me being like optimistic, but it's like, I don't know. It's like... Lego, would you like to print money? Then make a T Rex breakout set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, it's like people want that. I know with the gate set, it's kind of a little bit. Maybe you got a Lego. I don't know. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people were like really craving something like that. Yeah, and I know it's gone through ideas before. Yeah, it has. Which is it's kind of mad to me that the gate ended up in the way it did considering some of the idea sets that have gone through before it um but there you go i mean you can't fault lego at least they did do something different for the direct consumer sets and kind of subverted our expectations um but yeah, yeah i i just i find it so weird that there isn't more of that classic jurassic but at the same time, I think when it comes to the Jeep especially and that Jurassic Park Jeep, I think that was a universal decision that changed it because I think it was all about focusing on the Jurassic World brand at the time and building uh, that new brand up. So that now sense. they've kind of solidified it. I guess maybe there's more opportunity to go back in the future. Yeah. What's wrong with a little red, yellow, and black, you know? I, I, I'd <laughs> yeah. love to see a return to that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Cool. Sweet. So let's move on to the last set. Well, there is one more. There's a junior set, but I don't know if you're going to pick it up, maybe for your kids. Um, I'll pick it up. Cool, cool. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not something that I've looked at, yeah. um, mainly because it's a little bit expensive for what it is. I think it's like a $40 set. And yeah. you get, Ooh. like, a little biplane and a velociraptor. The and raptor two mini is figures. cool, though. Yeah, it's kind of like... I, I want to say it's kind of like a genetic hybrid. Yeah, Because it's, it's like looking. two different mixed colours, isn't it? It looks yeah. a bit funky. It does look real funky, um, but it's cool. It's a $30 set, but, yeah, I oh, would cool. agree. I would agree that this is this is a lot of money for what you're getting here. Um you could get a, a raptor hatchling, though. That's a different color. That's always fun. Um, but that yeah. Is, I was going to say the hatchling is one of the raptor squad. I think it's Charlie. Mm -hmm. oh, um, okay. And of it's course, repackaged from the T-Rex mech set. Of course. In any case, kind of a weird little set. And I think probably <laughs> like the kind of people you want to talk to, you know, when we're talking about these like these bigger Lego sets. Uh, yeah. I think probably a lot of people do pass on these junior sets because they don't really, they're not really about tying into the, the franchise as much as they're just about, you know, providing a accessible Lego set and the Jurassic yeah. sort of, um, assortment. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's nice in some ways because it's nice to, um, have sets that are kind of encouraging people of all different age ranges. Um, cause obviously that's something that, 
say for example companies like Mattel can do with things like the um oh I can't remember the technical name for it but the big chunky Indominus that eats the piece of steak basically um they can oh, do oh yeah yeah they can on that too yeah kind of like do sort of kid inspired stuff with things like that but i feel like lego perhaps have it a little bit easier because yeah. all they have to do is be like okay let's streamline how this set goes together and then boom you've got a kid set right. and even then they do put some pieces into the kid sets that i think adults will appreciate um so i oh, when was it it was over 20 18 or 2019 um my friend asked me what i wanted for my birthday and i asked for the genius set that came with the helicopter and the pteranodon and they ah. were so confused they were like tom what, why the hell do you want this set. yeah literally <laughs> um and i was like well you don't understand but it has a printed screen piece with yeah. mount saibo on it I would, love, I would love printed, printed screen pieces for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> I think we both feel your pain with the lab yeah. set earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it has that. It has a two printed Jurassic World logos, and it has a reissue of the 2015 Pteranodon, which is accurate to Jurassic World anyway. So I was like, £20 set with all those elements, yeah. sign me up. Um, totally and the other junior set that came out that year right was the uh was the gates yeah that's an awesome set that was the first set i bought for uh fallen kingdom and it has nothing to do with anything in the movie but i i just love the (laughs) idea of the gate like there was like a power box like a switch and a a little length of fence like i i like that stuff i love it when they recreate things from the show or from the movie and kind of and get inspired by things but i love just the totally like this has nothing to do with anything but what would happen if you know they were in a decayed jurassic world and they had to open up the gates like that's a cool premise you know yeah it is it's really cool it's, it kind of encourages play doesn't it? it encourages you to come up with your own scenes yeah totally um, which is what lego does strongest yes so definitely We'll move on to the final set, which is the biggest set. It is $100 over in the US, um, and it is £90 here in the UK. It is set 75941, Indominus Rex versus Ankylosaurus. And this set depicts a sequence from the first Jurassic World film and introduces the Ankylosaurus for the first time. So what do you make of this one, Tim? Ooh, I really like this set. The only thing holding me back right now is that it's a hundred bucks, and I I don't have anywhere to put it. But it's yeah. definitely my favorite set out of all of them. I know I really like the the uh, the lab too, but um, I just love this. I loved the Fallen Kingdom a gyrosphere yeah. kind of shack. It's funny that they they kind of realized it two different ways, and both I really like. Um, this one's uh, even better because it's got the track. But the Fallen Kingdom version was sort of like the the uh, fallen version of it with, you know, vegetation and stuff. I loved it. I totally loved it for what it was. So this set, even though it's kind of the same scene um, before, it, you know, things went south, uh, I, <laughs> it's so cool. It's got like little railings and like a little waiting area. Um, you know, the palm trees and the gyrosphere fi- sign, that's cool. We did get the gyrosphere sign with that previous set. So yeah. um, it's not like totally blowing me away. Um, and the Indominus Rex has a new paint job. And I think... Out of at least everyone we talked to, I think I'm the only one who likes this paint color better than the previous release. I, I love it's the gray. on me. <laughs> yeah, I love the gray. I mean, I know his eyes a little bit, um, a little bit 
cartoony. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, the rest of it compensates big time. I think. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I think it's grown on me a lot. Um, obviously, Chris has been very outspoken about the wrong use of the arms here, having four fingers instead of three, and I do think that that is a fair point to make. Um, but I think this is probably them injecting new parts into the parts inventory ahead of next year so they can kind of focus their budget on more other new pieces um, to hopefully give us a lot of new dinos. So I'm kind of, I'm at peace with that decision now. Um, and I think that overall, this is a really, really cool build. Um, and one interesting thing, you actually build up quite a bit of the Ankylosaurus. So the body of it is not one piece. It's like six different pieces that you put together. Um, and what that means is moving forwards, they could potentially use some of those pieces to make other big herbivores a lot more easily. Um, uh -huh. So again, that kind of negates some of the additional costs of those herbivores if they've already got some parts available to them. Yeah, um, now that we know how kind of crafty they can be, I mean, that's, yeah, that's I totally true. I think it was definitely a case of them opening the door with this one. And I mean, um, in terms of the build itself, the sign is nice. Obviously, here you get the complete sign on its own, and I think the sticker is slightly different to the last one. Um, this one, I actually know, I think the sticker's the same, but what you get on the base of the stand is the kind of like fossilized um, that is cool. skeleton yes. piece. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. And that is... I didn't realise, but it's actually there on the sign in the film. I went back and looked, and it is ah. there. So I was pretty impressed with that level of detail. Um, the palm trees are actually built really nicely. They have a play feature where they collapse. Um, but what I like with them and the sign is they're not actually attached to the build, and they use the same style clip piece as the Triceratops Rampage fencing area. So the way all of that set connected is the same as with this set. So you can kind of take the trees apart, have them on their own, and like space them out behind the set. So it kind of lets you get a lot of perspective from yeah, everything that's just in too. this build. You know, that that yeah. really adds to putting it on display, which is always kind of the way I look at things like this. That, that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I think the main takeaway here really um and this is something that matt and i were pretty taken um back with last night when we were talking is the fact that this set is fundamentally an adult set like when you look at the main build the fact that they looked at this gyrosphere station and thought okay we're not gonna pack it full of play features we'll do a subtle one where you can get the gyrosphere moving but how do we just recreate this structure as it appears in the film, is so, so cool, because that's something that Lego don't do very often. You know, a lot of the time they'll take something and they will pack it full of play features, and by the time they're done, it will not look anything like something from the film. Um, but here they really, really just took that design and envisioned it. And I think that's so cool that we kind of just have a piece of a Jurassic world now. Um, and I think that leads quite nicely into the fact that if you look at all of the sets we've received so far from 2015 till now, you absolutely have built a Jurassic world at this point, which is just incredible to me. 
Yeah, that's what I love about these sets that take place in the original timeline before things were broken or, you know, on fire or overgrown (laughs) vegetation, you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, you touched on everything about this actual gyrosphere waiting sort of like um, kiosk or whatever, you know, it's like they did a lot of advanced building features here, you know, that just to make it look perfect to the movie or as perfect as you can with lego and again not to like retread what they did with the fallen kingdom set so um yeah like a lot of love went into that to make it so kind of accurate and connected to the movie and i I just love the track i think that's such a cool thing um you know if i you probably know better than me can you get more of these pieces and Make yes. your own, make your yeah, own you can. They're track, a yeah. fairly new piece. They were introduced with the newest Lego roller coaster a couple of years back. Um, but I think they're a little bit wider available now. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you a secret live here on the show, Tim. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know about Bricklink. Yes. Did you know Lego have their own version called Bricks and Pieces? Didn't they? I, I don't. I did not know that. No, I thought they maybe were like buying Bricklink or something. But what's they, Bricks and they Pieces? They do. Lego own Bricklink now. Oh, okay. Um, but Bricks and Pieces lets you buy spare parts from Lego sets. So every now and then you can get like additional minifigure torsos or like leg prints or stuff like that. Um, Gyrosphere Josh isn't up yet. I do keep checking. Um, uh-huh. But you can... To be honest with you, if you're not looking for minifigures, there's a pretty wide assortment of parts there. So I wouldn't be surprised if you could buy more of this roller coaster piece through that. And the best thing is, it's really, really cheap. Um, so I got um, some additional parts for my Jurassic Park Jeep recently to actually add the roll bar to it. Um, I think I sent you a photo, didn't I? Yeah. And to do that, I actually bought most of those parts through Bricks and Pieces because hmm. I think I paid like two pence a piece. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, is the Bricks and Pieces a little easier to use than Bricklink? Because I might have to yeah. look into this. <laughs> yeah, li- literally, all you yeah. have to do is put in the set number and it will show you all of the available parts from that set. Yeah, that's yeah, that's as slick as it gets, right? Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh but yeah, I mean, even without having to make my own custom JavaScript track, I, this <laughs> this already has so much. That's um, imp- I just noticed this little electric sign. Oh man, so cool. yeah, Whoa, um, yeah. Dude. I mean, this this definitely a hundred bucks. Like I said, it's kind of holding me back just because it's a lot of money. But I mean, I think the set definitely earns it with the uh, that really accurate sort of building, and then obviously you get two big dinosaurs, one of which is all new, and the other of which is yeah, uh, you know, a fresh paint job. So. But also pretty rare because it's only had one release up until this point. So I think a lot of people were glad to get the chance to get it again. Um, And off the back of that electric sign, I'll tell you another little detail that might help to seal the deal. Um, Where Josh sits, there is a dinosaur calendar sticker and there is also a monitor sticker that shows a view of Gyrosphere Valley in Lego form. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. When I put them in, I was like, oh, my God, I need to find a way to get a picture of these for my review because I thought that that was awesome. Um, So, yeah, there's there's a lot of nice detail to love. Um, I like that about Lego sets, too, when you can't see everything on the box, you know, and you you kind of get a little surprise when you build it. Like, oh, cool. They could have talked about this, but uh, it's nice to get little surprises like that. Yeah, it is. And I I think it says a lot because I think they... 
they almost like put these little details in subconsciously like to them they just do it because it's a cool graphic but they don't actually realize how much that means to jurassic fans which is really really cool i feel like they're designers are subconsciously actually really into this brand and they really get it which is awesome um and i did want to blow your mind a second because i listed this last night as well if you have been collecting since 2015 you will now have enough to set up a pretty good jurassic park because you will have an indominus rex paddock a velociraptor paddock a stiggy moloch paddock a gyrosphere station a Triceratops area, and also an egg spinner ride. So how cool is that? Mm-hmm. that I know, it's awesome. And kind of a control sets. room too. I mean, you, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. you get everything. I yeah, mean, I, even a bit of the old Jurassic Park, like tucked away at the back of the park as well. Yeah, if you really wanted to go all out, you totally could. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's t- such a good point. And that's what really got me into collecting the Legend of Isla Nublar sets was that egg spinner. So that's yeah. why I went for the lab here first. It's like getting that functional park stuff in Lego form is so cool. Because, you know, with other toys like Mattel, we don't get that like building, you know, setting, background, you know. Sometimes the dinosaurs and characters are great, but like some some of the, some of the background elements are just as exciting in toy form. Yeah. So Lego delivers. No, yeah, I agree with you there. And I think that the biggest thing with Lego is the fact that you can build a Jurassic World. Like you say with um, Mattel, for example, I absolutely love everything they've done. And on my right-hand slide here, I've got over 100 dinosaurs at this point just all lined up on shelves. But there is a distinct lack of infrastructure. There's no fences, there's no park rides, there's no attractions. And that's because with the modern toy market, it isn't really viable to do that. Um, But Lego still have the opportunity to do that kind of stuff. So it's really nice to see them embracing it and to kind of see what creativity that inspires as well. Because, you know, there's some incredible Jurassic Park mocks out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that people are only going to continue to be uh inspired to build which is cool totally and uh yeah i mean as the other thing that we just have to be grateful for is that there is still lego sets this far out from a movie i always say that with Mattel, but uh, i think with lego especially i mean they're very quick to kind of move on from a franchise when it's not in the limelight as far as movie form goes you know with marvel sets and star wars and all that stuff i mean i know they do a decent job doing evergreen coverage of star wars a better than decent job but other other <laughs> stuff they kind of come and come and go with and with drastic they've kept you know they've kept it's kept their attention it's they've obviously not just retreading like just generic vehicles like they're really putting thought into these sets even year after year which is yeah. um just cool yeah no i fully agree with that i think it's nice in some ways that it almost feels like jurassic might be on the cusp of becoming another evergreen theme for them um which is exciting because there's so many dinosaurs that you can make yeah for sure and uh, i mean they're definitely trying to make it an evergreen brand across the board and stuff like this makes it feel like it even if they're doing a less than stellar job promoting their media tie-ins i mean the, the, (laughs) the the toy coverage at least is is there yeah, I, I I will say I am quite surprised that this wave wasn't Camp Cretaceous sets. That would oh, have made sure. a lot of sense. Right, right. Maybe those are to come. I mean, there's just there's a whole other whole other kind of year to cover Lego sets. I guess maybe next year's sets would be Dominion, wouldn't they? Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of Camp Cretaceous sprinkle in there. 
yeah, I think it would be cool to see. Um, so that kind of leads on to a nice question I wanted to ask you that's not on the show notes, but I kind of uh-huh. just thought of. Uh-huh. Um, so if you could plan your own Lego Jurassic Wave, what would be some of the dream things that you'd want to see in that? Oh, this is a good one. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, let's start small. Polybag, Dieter, Dieter's Demise comes with I three like copies it. and a Dieter Stark figure. That's cool. Um, <laughs> that, that just came to me. Uh, then I would probably do a, um, a Dilophosaurus attack with Nedry and the Jeep for sure. Cool. The closed top Jeep. Closed top can come off. You can just make it roll bars. If, if we're going Dreamwave, it came. It comes with swappable numbers too, so you can make different Jeeps. Oh, that would um, be so good. And then uh, let's see. I'm gonna do two more sets. Uh, a, a little bit bigger set. I think I would do. Um, I'm gonna say, even though we kind of got it here with this uh, lab step, I'm gonna say like a Isla Nublar control room with like the big computers in the center, like yeah. the big towers, and. Uh, you know, a Ray Arnold figure and a Nedry desk and Hammond and maybe Muldoon. Kind of just get everybody in there. Yeah, um, cool. We'd have to throw a dinosaur in because they wouldn't not do that. So maybe <laughs> it would come with like a, a, a Jurassic Park. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. It comes with the Brachiosaurus, okay? It's the, it's the dream wave. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we'd have to do that uh, T-Rex escape set. So, yes, all of my dream Jurassic Lego wave sets are for the first movie. Oh, no, from Lost World 2. But, I mean, I feel like we've seen a lot of Jurassic World at this point. So I'm ready to see, yeah. uh, you know, back to the original trilogy a little bit. I know they can and I know they will kind of return to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i very much hopeful that with the return of the original trio, um, this might mean that we get a Lego Legacy wave at some point. Because I remember saying to somebody, Im- imagine if you got a wave where, like, the three biggest sets are T-Rex Breakout, Trailer Attack, and Spinosaur Plane Crash. Yeah. How oh mind-blowing would that be? Yeah, well, technically, we have a Spinosaur Plane Crash if you dig... Real that, deep. That, that set doesn't count. <laughs> that, that doesn't count. We don't talk about that here. Yeah, but no, that would be awesome. And that would be like too much to handle. They'd have to like space that out over a couple of years. That'd be that would be incredible. Um I don't love the Lego Spinosaurus and the Jurassic Jurassic World Lego game, so I hope they mm. would um kind of dial that one in a little bit more, make them a little more ferocious ferocious looking. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Is there anything from the Lego game that you're surprised hasn't transitioned across the sets yet? Um, I mean, dinosaur wise, I guess probably like Stegosaurus, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, the, again, theirs is a little dumpy looking, but I um, mean, and it would have been Ankylosaurus too before, you know, we got these sets. Uh, that one seemed like kind of an obvious, obvious good Lego figure. So, um, I, you know, I know they did a lot of stuff from the movies, but Stegosaurus to me kind of seems like the most obvious one that kids would really get after because it's one of those yeah. iconic species and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I I really want to see the Apatosaur as well. Oh, I yeah. think that would that would work well because I feel like whereas the Brachiosaur is huge, um, I think the Apatosaur might just fit within the bracket where they could make it work in a most expensive set. Yeah, um, totally. So I'd really like to see that. Yeah, like and, the dying the dying Ankylosaurus set. Like, that'd be just such a simple set. It's just Claire, 
Owen and the Apatosaurus, and like that's it. I mean, I guess maybe you could throw and the in the Jurassic World Jeep. <laughs> you could throw in the Jeep to give kids a vehicle, but really the whole focus of the set is the sad death of the Apatosaurus. And it has like an eye closing function. Yeah, yeah. No, you can here like, you go. interchange printed heads, so you've got one with the eyes open, one with them shut. All right, exactly. He's sleeping. Oh my god. <laughs> um, um, it doesn't even have to be. You know what? They can just do like they did with the movie and just give us the neck and the head. You know, just yeah. Just don't give us the rest of it. Just yeah. <laughs> There is, um, so off the back of that, obviously that's kind of our dream force. What do you think realistically we'll see going into Dominion? Um, is there anything that you think, like, say, for example, the Stegosaur, do you think there's anything where it's kind of at the point where it has to be made next year? I don't, you know, I don't know. I I, I hear, you know, rumblings of some of the crazy stuff happening with yeah. Dominion as far as dinosaur species go. So I feel like they have a lot of ground to cover with that. So maybe they won't, you know, kind of give us those those sort of classic species. Maybe they'll yeah. be too busy trying to keep up with the movie. But I think overall we can expect some really goofy vehicles that have nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> maybe like um, some iconic scenes from the movie, whether it's like a kind of a Lockwood Manor type of situation. Um, and then I, I think we'll get some um, – I think it's probably – Probably safe to say we'll probably get a couple Owen minifigures if I had to guess. Uh, no way, really. Those. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be treading any. I, I want to be wrong, but I, I don't think they're going to be doing any Jurassic Park sets for my, <laughs> for my personal wish. But you never know. I mean, that came that Jurassic Park set with, uh, you know, the computer and the control room. I mean, that was. That came out with Fallen Kingdom, so yeah, that kind of came out of left field. I don't think anyone expected it. Right? No, it did. Yeah, they could have made a, a much bigger to do about that, um, but I think it still did really well. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I think for me, the one thing that I really hope shows up in the Dominion sets, because um, I feel like it's high time we get a Lego one, is a Mosasaur. That's my oh, like top yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, talk about a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you um, were ever looped into the Fallen Kingdom rumors, but there was a rumor for the longest time that the Zia exclusive set was a Mosasaur Arena, and then when it came out that it was a T Rex truck, I was just so deflated oh, <laughs> for like man, the longest yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, the truck is cool, but it's like it's not even really in the movie either. So that would be that. Yeah, that would be awesome. A Mosasaur set. I didn't even think about that. That would be. That'd be great. And honestly, I would take the sub. I mean, one of yeah, my so favorite Lego sublines is like the diving sets they've done through the years with the little globes, which incidentally is being used uh, on this uh, egg incubator in this lab set. Yeah. But um, I've always loved their sublines and their diving lines. I, the one they have right now is awesome. So Yeah, I I'm actually totally debating picking up sub. some of it because there is a there is a really, really old school Lego Mosasaur that I might buy at some point. So it would oh, be cool to have a submarine. I have with that, it. man. I have that. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. <Maybe laughs> this is just turning into Tom to being jealous. <laughs> it needs to go live on the farm in, in the UK, a.k.a. be sent to Tom so that he can take care of it more than I do. I don't even know where it is. I think it's packed with my 2015 stuff. You'll um, find a space for it, Tim. I'm yeah, confident. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny, though, because those, those versions of Lego dinosaurs just have no eyes. They're just dead inside. But Did you ever get the Brachiosaur that they did? I no, I don't think I had that. I think I like literally got Mosasaur because it was awesome, and that was yeah. it. I do not think I got any other ones. Because they did. I, I mean, we're going off topic here, and we will round it out in a second. But they did some really cool stuff. Like I was looking back at it, and there's a Styracosaurus of yeah. all dinosaurs to just randomly do yeah. doing something like 
that out of the norm is really awesome. Yeah, for sure. That one, I, that was a cool one. Um, and and again, they were like they had like texture on them. They were just they were cool figures. Hence why I bought them. They came in little interesting boxes too. Yeah. Not, like your normal Lego box. Um, that was cool. They should bring that back for Jurassic. I mean, they should bring some, like just some dinosaurs by themselves. Playmobil does yeah. that. That'd be so cool. It would be cool. Well, I mean, they did it once um, with an incredibly rare exclusive that's only exclusive oh, in like Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really wanted to track that down, but it, it goes for like 500 pounds. So there's Oof. no point. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's ridiculously limited, but who knows? Maybe they'll see that that was popular and we'll do more in the future. Yeah. Because um, yeah. that could be quite a cool format, actually, just doing like a build of the hologram display with mm-hmm. a dinosaur on top of it. Yeah, that, that would, that be, would cool. be like perfect. That'd be awesome. That would give it a little context to the, the just a dinosaur in a box. A few more pieces yeah. um, help the price go up a little bit too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, sweet. Well, before we round this out, is there any other last thoughts you've got on these sets or the upcoming show, Tim? Uh, you know, I just hope that it, it, it gets a little bit more marketing so more kids can get excited about it and obviously yeah. more like uh, adult fans too. But I just want every Jurassic Project to get its proper recognition. And, I, you know, I think these sets um, obviously in some ways connect to it. So I hope that gets recognized a little bit because then kids will and, and adults too will, will buy the Lego sets because of the show and vice versa. Um, so I hope that connection gets kind of brought to the front and center a little bit. But uh Overall, I think these sets are are so cool. Again, this far yeah. out from the film, getting this like gyrosphere valley set again, it's awesome. And I and you know they're they're still going strong. They're not running out of ideas. No, cool. Well, I think yeah, I agree with all of that, and I am very excited to see what the future holds for Dominion as well. Yeah. I think we're likely to get some more new dinosaurs. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what we get, which totally. will be awesome. Cool. So. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard of Collect Jurassic, which I don't know how you're listening to this and haven't, where can people find you, Tim? Uh, you know, I hang out the most on Instagram, uh, which is just at Collect Jurassic. But, uh, you know, the main the main hub of everything is CollectJurassic.com, which I know you help me out with a ton yeah. um, all the time. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's tons of cool articles and news coverage there, but also like on Twitter and uh, Facebook at Collect Jurassic, and then of course on on YouTube too. So everywhere I should be. Sweet, I like that. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been yeah. a ton of fun. Yeah, and it's super been fun. Great getting to gush about Lego a little bit with somebody. Yeah, totally. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, that will round it out for our bonus episode, all about Legos double trouble and all of the lego jurassic world sets if you have liked this episode then do let us know and make sure to obviously stay tuned here for plenty more from the jurassic park podcast here in the future thanks as always for listening and take care guys five minutes drop what you're doing and leave now